Episode of Baggers Chat. Ethan here to review the 10 point victory over the GWS Giants. Nine goals, 20 74. Carlton uh, defeated the Giants. Nine goals, 10 64 at Giants Stadium. Um, initial thoughts of the game um, take the four points. You've got to take the four points, especially this time of the year. Um, we're still undefeated, which is um, quite ridiculous, eh? But and I feel like we haven't even played our best footy yet. Uh, we played very well against the Cats, but I feel like we've got a few more gears to go. But in terms of the first three weeks, you got, you know, the Richmond game, we were pretty poor for four quarters and, you know, took the draw home. Um, second game against the Cats was was a great performance, but we still, you know, could have played better. Got the win there. And then obviously um, on Saturday afternoon, we got the four points. Um, luckily, uh, it was a bit of a heart attack in the end, but... Um, like once again, you know, the start of the year is is huge. Um, banking in four points is massive. Look at sides like the Saints, Collingwood right now. They're us, I think us three are the top three currently. Um, the only three undefeated teams. And at this t- time of the year, it takes the pressure off a big time. Um, and you know, there's no there's no talks about, you know, coach pressure or um like teams like Frio. Um, who are under the pump and uh, Port Adelaide, Port Adelaide, who are under the pump. So, um, I think you know, with this game, it was just really frustrating that we couldn't convert our chances, especially in that third quarter. For me personally, I thought we we're really on top in that third quarter. I think we had fifteen inside fifties, um, which led to five um, scores, which were behinds. Uh, we didn't kick a goal in that third quarter, and. I don't think we kicked a goal until probably halfway through the four, which was um, the descent free kick against Coniglio, which is um, which was very interesting, but we'll take it. But honestly, the, the game should have been over at three-quarter time. Um, you know, we, we can't keep putting ourselves in this position because when we face a really good side and we should be putting them away, um, those teams won't, won't, won't give you a second chance um, like the Giants did in the back end of the fourth quarter and they'll overrun you, which I thought could have happened, uh, definitely would have happened two years ago, um, which is a positive. So my next point um, leading up to that is the system really held up well. Um, considering we went down late in the last quarter, um, we, we still found another gear. You know, after that Daniels goal, obviously most of us were pretty worried, I'd imagine, Um but I, I just feel I felt like we could still get the job done um, in previous years, especially you know twenty twenty one and um, prior to that. I just you know those games are where the Giants kick on and kick four and just really put us in the ground after we've just wasted complete momentum in the third, second and third quarters. So um, yeah, system held up well um, defensively. Apart from the first quarter, we were we were superb. Um, you know, obviously Nick Newman had his role and Toby Green that I'll touch on later, but. Um, I thought our defence really held up well and they didn't really have any impact going forward, um, especially their tall forwards. Apart from that um, first quarter, I think a few of their mids kicked goals. Daniels kicked a couple. Um, Callum Ward had a few chances, but I felt like their key forwards, obviously Hogan kicked one early, um, but I felt like we we held up really well defensively. And um, my fourth point, building into the season, um, good teams building the year. They don't peak at the start of the year. Um, you look at the Cats in 2022, we were above them for majority of probably the first half of the season. 
Um, they ended up going with the, winning the premiership, I think winning 17 games straight or 16 games straight to win, to hold up the cup. So building into the season and we haven't lost yet and we haven't played our best footy like I touched on earlier and that's only a positive. Um, but, you know, as the games go on, we want to be seeing more, you know, complete performances and some, you know, bigger bigger wins. We want to see some bigger wins and um, I think I think it'll come and we've just got to be positive and get around them um, for the next, you know, month or so because it's going to be an important month this. Um, most games are going to be heading into heading to games as favourites, which is, as a Carl supporter um, throughout my life, hasn't been a, really hasn't been a possibility just due to teams not being up to scratch and not good enough. So we'll get on to Patrick Cripps right now. Um, for me, he was be- he was best on, uh, not by a long way. I thought, you know, Nick Newman and Doc were fantastic as well, but his dominance in the contest, he had 42 touches, 20 contested, 13 clearances, um, 563 metres gained. I think, you know, first two rounds especially, I think he had 25 plus round one and two, but um, wasn't really talked about as much as, you know, Charlie Curnow's or um, Lewis Young's performance round one, but he he's had some very solid performances round one and two, and I knew that I was going to come. I knew there was going to be a, you know, a 35-plus disposal game, and he's um, he's pulled out even bigger with 42 touches, which was quite ridiculous. It was a, it was a captain's performance. Um, the, this, the conditions suited him a lot. I thought it was pretty scrappy, and the deck didn't look very good. Um, at the start of the game, I think because the twos playing there looked a bit chopped up and um, had a, it was a bit damp and those, those are perfect conditions for Paddy Cripps getting in and under, getting it out to, you know, Cheras, who I thought was, Chera who was good, Doc, and our other mids, um, I thought he was superb, you know, 20 contested, ridiculous numbers, um, 13 clearances, you know, he's a, cont- he's a contested beast, but winning those clearances, getting us um, inside 50s, to our, you know, three talls in, you know, TDK, Harry and Charlie, and also our smalls who who I will touch on later, who were superb again. And um, you know, with with Cripper, I just think it's, you know, people have a have a crack at his ball use, but I thought his ball use was very what good the other day. I think it was, I know, you know, clearance work, it's you know, really base it off um disposal efficiency, but I thought he was I thought he was very good with ball in hand. Uh, especially even in the first two weeks, he, he's been very, very good with his um, ball use and he's developing that by the day. And if, if a Brownlow medalist is developing those skills, it's it's going to be scary come at the you know back end of the year when it's his time to really shine. So great performance by Cripper, um, really led from the front and um, he just he, he just found, he's had the ball in a string. Um, it just you know, it, it just became a bit of a joke, didn't it? He just kept getting the ball and. Um, it was just it was just fantastic to see from him, and um, he deserved a big game. You know, he, he really played solid roles in the first two games of the season, and um, he was just building into the season like the team is. So, a fantastic performance by him. Um, the next point I'll touch on, we touched on it last week, but just the improvement of game management. Um, obviously, it was frustrating we didn't put the game away in the third quarter, which I think we should have. Um, but despite going down in the fourth quarter from that Daniels goal, we we found another gear to go on and win the game. Um, I know a lot of people saying it's through that descent goal, but personally, I just think we we found that extra gear and the system really held up well in terms of um, behind the footy, but also ahead of the ball. 
Um, obviously, we you know we've got a special player up in Ch- Charlie Kerno kicking the sealer, which was which was massive, and that's what well that's what he's there for. That's his job, and um, kicking a great goal. But um, I just feel like even in the back end, a lot, well, you know, throughout last year when we won close games and. Um, especially the last two weeks, we've not held on, but you've, you're comfortable at a 10-point lead rather than worrying at a 10-point lead in, in the past. So um, game management's getting better by the game and hopefully um, come Good Friday, we don't have to be uh, worrying about game management. We can um, get a bit more of a hefty lead, uh, hopefully, um, touch wood, but you never know with this football club. Um, the next point, small forwards for Vida once again. Um Jesse Moller probably played one of his best games in Navy Blue. Just looking at his stats, 17 touches, three marks, two tackles, two goals. That is, uh, you know, that's a small forwards game and that's what you want out of him. Um, I think he's really underrated in terms of his ball use going forward. Um, You know, that half forward being able to push up um, onto the, you know, I'll push up onto the wing and, um, then hit up our forwards, which I think he's fantastic at. You know, 17 touches is superb. Um, I think in years to come, you'll definitely see him play a midfield role, um, you know, rotating through there. So he's 19 years of age. He's only going to get better. Um, and, you know, two goals, which is fantastic. One of them was the descent uh, goal, but we'll take it. We'll take it. Um, Corey Durden, another good game. He just shows why he is a lock for the best 22 every single week. Eight disposals, six tackles, which is enormous. Um, one goal. Um, you know, I think he's one of those players where his stats don't often reflect his game. I think the pressure he puts on their defenders, especially that big hit he had on um, Nick Haynes, which was which was enormous. Um, just just putting pressure on them all game, being there, just don't not letting him get out of the D fifty easily, which we did in that first quarter. Really struggled transition. Uh, they got a lot of goals out of transition from turnovers in our forward 50. So um, those guys are incredibly important. Um, and then our next small forward, unfortunately, uh, always, Matty always went down with a with a hamstring. Uh, hopefully that's a, a, a quick recovery for him because he's been in great form. Despite only playing 28 minutes um, of the game, he had four touches, two marks and two goals. And I think he was someone we really missed in that third quarter just to settle it down and just kick a couple goals. Um because um, our tools weren't impactful enough, in my opinion. I thought Charlie was good in instances, but I think Harry really struggled. Um, but, yeah, with always oh, 28, 28 minutes and he's kicking two goals, it's, it's superb. And I think he kicked three goals a week before. So hopefully he's not out for too long because he's incredibly important and um, incredibly important this best 22 for us. And um, in that little small forward kind of mosquito fleet. They're working really well together in the last two weeks with the addition of Durden coming back from his injury after round one. So it's it's fantastic to see. Um, next point, I touched on him a little bit earlier, but Toby Green is in Nick Newman's pocket uh, on Saturday afternoon. He was superb, Nick Newman. Um, he was probably best on ground up there with Cripper, in my opinion. So Nick Newman stats, 24 disposals, 11 marks, 88 percent efficiency uh four tackles it's just a superb game from a guy who's so underrated he's probably the most underrated guy on our list um, and has been for the last four or five years since he's been since he moved across from the swans he was very underrated there as well so um he's 
often his role is often tough. He has to take probably the best small forward. He can play tall as well. But you know, his opponent in Toby Green is no, you know, he's no no name, is he? He's the skipper of the Giants and he's a superb player. I rate him very highly. And gee, he probably had one of his, you know, least impactful games of his career. Um, and that's pretty much because of Nick Newman's impact on him and you know, not enabling him to really have an impact on the game. Um, he had five touches, one goal, two marks, and that goal came probably midway through the last term. And, um, yeah, it was just taking a guy like that out of the game is is incredibly hard for four quarters. You know, I'd take it for a half, but he that's four quarters where he's taken out a you know an a, absolute A-grader in Toby Green. So hats off to Nick Newman, and I can really back him in against a, a really good – um, small forward, and um, he's had a really good start to the year, uh, Newey, so it's good to see. Another player, um, I know we're looking at a lot of players as a team. Obviously, I kind of touched on that earlier. I think we just need to be converting better across the board. Um, but we are building. We are building. But this next player, I thought he really stood up. Um, not like he struggled last week. I just thought, you know, he's in his normal role at half forward, uh, being that connecting player. Um, and that's Jay Sauce. I thought it was a brilliant performance, especially in that first half. He really um, kind of took the game by the scruff of the neck uh, very early on, and obviously he had ended up with 19 disposals, nine marks, nine score involvements, and one goal, which is that's what you want out of a guy like him. Um, he provides pressure up forward. He was taking some crucial marks at half forward. I don't think Bill realised how important marks are at half forward. It really gets the momentum going. Um, because when you drop those marks and, you know, goes back down the other end, Giants forward line, it's just a momentum killer if you're not taking those marks, but he took nine of them. Uh, nine score involvements. We only had nine goals, but probably should have had more. So um, another brilliant performance by Jay Soss, and it's just good to see him not being in that ruck role, which I think really hampered his performance last year. He was good last year, but um, he's able to, you know, roam free, I guess, um, in a sense. So, um, a brilliant performance by Jay Soss and um, looking forward to how he goes on Good Friday under the roof. Um, and finally, it's a bit of a more negative um, kind of point and uh, it was a bit of a, a, a bit of a soft one in my opinion. And uh, Blake Akers with a one week, he was charged with a rough conduct by the match review officer. So a one week suspension, but um, about an hour ago before filming this, uh, Carlton have revealed they are appealing it. So um, the good thing about that is uh, hopefully that's good news on his shoulder because obviously he he was in serious pain for most of that game. I thought he was superb um, considering he was kind of carrying that shoulder for most of the game. So hopefully that's good news on his shoulder if we are appealing because I think we would not be appealing if you know if he had, he was if he's going to be out the week anyway. So um, good news. Hopefully he gets off. I think he will get off. I think it was. Pretty unlucky um, in the first place to get suspended. It's it's a really it's a touchy subject these days. You don't really know. It's not clear. It's not clear enough. And um, obviously, with next week, uh, Griffin Logue also got a week, but he's challenging that. So both of those ex Frio players who are versing each other on Good Friday are challenging those calls. Now we're just going to go into the best player. Uh, I touched on my best player um, earlier in Paddy Cripps, but Pato shot me a message. Um, after after that heart, more that heart attack game, um, he said uh, Nick Newman was best on for him. 
I, I agree. I think it was between him and Cripper. I thought Newman probably in terms of real impact was probably the most, but um, he was just absolutely superb. But, yeah, that's the end of the review of the GWS um, win over the Giants. Um, and, geez, it was, it was a close one, but we got over the line. We'll take the four points heading into Good Friday. Um, if you enjoyed the video, smash the like button, subscribe, check us out on Spotify, Instagram, uh, Facebook. We've got it all that we uh, usually touch on. But, um, yeah, I'll be doing a um, Good Friday match preview in the next few days. Hope you're all going well and hope your week goes well. And, uh, yeah, up the baggers. Oh, 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 o